Hello, and welcome back to Sticky Note Inspo Podcast, where I share simple reminders to keep you on track during your self-improvement journey. I hope you had a beautiful weekend and that you're getting ready for the week ahead. So today's simple reminder, or this week's simple reminder, is that you are no imposter. I know you are probably wondering what the heck that even means or what I'm referring to, but I'm referring to something called imposter syndrome. You've more than likely been hit by imposter syndrome before in your life and you didn't even know. Well, I'm here to tell you that you are no imposter and you are worthy of anything and everything you desire. We can even turn that into a nice affirmation. I am no imposter and I am worthy of everything I desire. Go ahead and write that down so that anytime imposter syndrome hits, you have it ready. Okay, so imposter syndrome was founded by two amazing female psychologists in 1978. We have Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes. They are both psychologists who have made significant contributions to their work They have worked in the fields of psychology for over 30 years, and I just want to thank these amazing women for their contributions to the industry. All right, so firstly, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is essentially a feeling of being less than, but specifically, it is when you feel like you are living a lie and that others will see you as a fake or fraud. So I know I've definitely been there. Um, And when does it happen? Imposter syndrome tends to show itself when you are trying new things or breaking into a new career, a new role in general, such as like becoming a new parent. You know, when you're a new parent, you struggle if you are good enough And more than likely harbor internal feelings that you are not doing good enough. Even a new hobby can bring about feelings of being less than or that you don't belong. If you notice you are cutting yourself short, not giving yourself enough credit, not wanting to try new things. These are all examples of imposter syndrome. This tends to hold us back from taking that leap out of our comfort zones. That is why positive self-talk, being gracious with yourself when stepping out of your comfort zone and not comparing yourself to others is extremely important. So what does imposter syndrome feel like? Imposter, Imposter syndrome feels like you are an outsider. You don't feel like you belong. You have no sense of belonging. Um, you also feel just like a fraud. You know, you, even though you're you're not a fraud, you just you feel like one. You can even be a top performer, perform decently well, and it can still hit you that you're not good enough. It is also something that people keep to themselves. So it's it is a silent problem. It's not something people just, you know, come right out and say. Uh, My husband said that in his career, imposter syndrome is a huge problem because there's so much information to know and it can be extremely overwhelming dealing with the pressure to keep up with a field that changes quickly and everything that goes with it. So you will find yourself questioning your achievements. I would say that you would even feel weak, 
unworthy, not important, small, not smart enough, and just like you're never enough, no matter what you do. Why do we feel this way? Well, there's a few reasons why. Um, it can become instilled in us, instilled within us as a child. Um, there's pressure from work or school or pressure that you place upon yourself. So internal pressure to do things up to a certain standard and you just feel like you are just not reaching that standard. Um, but you feel like you're faking it, right? I mean, I think that's, yeah, that's part of it. So, and also some people are wired to be more negative or more pessimistic. Um, and so their outlook on life is just negative. So, you know, I think you can easily change that though. Um, so what happens when imposter syndrome hits? When imposter syndrome hits, you are going to withhold yourself from something that you desire, sheltering yourself from growth and opportunities, essentially. You are going to not give yourself credit or take credit from others. So somebody paying you a compliment and you're just like, uh-huh, thanks. You know, you don't really believe in it. You can't even accept it because you don't believe in it. You don't believe in yourself. Um, major self-doubt. And you're going to make yourself feel or try to convince yourself that you are incompetent or question your competence. Um, you're also going to make excuses as to why you will not succeed. Oh, my gosh. I kind of think those are limiting beliefs, too. Um, so, yeah, making excuses as to why you won't succeed. Um, and I'm just so glad. I just want to say really quick. I'm so glad that I get to tell you that you are exactly who, who you are meant to be and you are exactly who you want to be. It is already within you and you have the power to bring those qualities out. So I just want to say that really quick. Um, next, we're going to talk about the five types of imposter syndrome. There are five types. Figure out which one you are. So number one is the perfectionist. They stress about being perfect. They stress it so much that they feel like they're the only ones who can complete the task because it has to be perfect. Um, fear of other people fucking things up and then having to go back and fix it or fear of people fucking things up and then making like making it look like you're not doing a good job with your team. So high achievers, you know, high management roles, I feel like the perf this this one can definitely affect people in management, high levels of management. Um, signs of this include micromanaging and unable to assign tasks to others because you're just so fearful that, you know, you're not a good leader, basically, and that it's going to reflect in your team. So you can't even assign them tasks. And then you're just going to do it because you stress about everyone else doing it and you want it to be perfect so that people will look at you like you deserve that role when you already deserve that role. That's why you're in the role. All right. Number two is the superwoman or superman. This person or this type of imposter syndrome stresses about their feelings of being inadequate and often feel they must outwork everyone around them. Signs include staying extra late at work, 
and constantly trying to prove yourself through your work to your coworkers. And you're also trying to prove yourself to yourself. Um, number three, natural genius places pressure on themselves to be a genius and get everything right the very first attempt, even when they have never done the task or activity before. This person is hard on themselves and judges themselves all the time. They have very high standards for themselves. Signs include confidence issues when unable to meet goals on the first try and avoiding challenges. The soloist, number four, is the soloist, always wants to accomplish things on their own. No teamwork for this person, never wants to help or will not ask, I'm sorry, never wants help or will not ask for help. If they ask for help, they fear that that will make them look inadequate, fake, incompetent, and will have to prove themselves even more. Signs include being alone on job tasks and never needing or asking for help. That's the soloist. Number five is the expert. Fear of looking less than an expert. Their knowledge is left in question or their experience is left in question. Um, they fear that they won't appear as smart. So like just because they ask someone a question they don't want to ask people questions because, you know, people are going to look at them like, why don't you know that? Aren't you, you know, in this role, you should know that they want to avoid that. Um, so they fear they want to appear as smart signs include holding yourself back from certain roles because they don't feel like an expert. How are you going to become an expert through experience through trying? So man, that's crazy. I see, I see about two of these that I feel are, um, that I can associate myself with. I would say for you to figure out which one of these imposter syndromes associates with yourself. And it's just going to help you learn more about yourself so that you can overcome imposter syndrome. I've noticed that imposter syndrome comes down to confidence and worrying about what others may think of you. So focusing on building your confidence, catching yourself when you begin to worry about what others think of you and being familiar with it and how it feels when it hits and when it starts. Telling yourself why you're adequate and look for evidence to silence that negative voice in your head. I really do feel that it comes down to recognizing it. And when you are able to recognize it, then you can shift your mindset. So that is the podcast on imposter syndrome. Um, and I hope that this helps you to figure out which one you are so that you can overcome it whenever it starts to hit. And just tell yourself that you're amazing because you are. Um, I also have some pretty exciting news that I want to share. I have recently earned my certification in life coaching. It has been something I've wanted to do for a while. So I took that leap, got certified, 
That's why I have been incognito. I've just been working on that and a few other things. Um, so if you're interested in my services, you can reach out to me at my Gmail account, sticky note inspo at gmail.com. So send me an email or you can reach out to me on my Instagram page at sticky underscore note underscore inspo. I eventually will have another Instagram and another email, but for now you can reach out to me on those. Um, and I just want to say thanks for listening. You all inspire me so much to keep on doing what I'm doing. I received a beautiful message this week on my Instagram account and it just really made me happy and it made me want to, you know, go harder and do more. So thank you so very much. And I hope that you all have a beautiful week and I will see you in the next episode.